All right, so we'll just we'll launch into race one shortly, but just a timestamp for everyone to know what, to know where we're exactly at. It's uh, ten past eleven on the morning of Thursday, August six. We have uh, Pinjarra racing this afternoon, as mentioned earlier. Nine events from Belmont on Saturday. Finish up in the Goldfields, Kalgoorlie oh. this Sunday. Terry, did you um, want to say something then? I or, just love the Goldfields. That's oh. all. Just get excited by the mention of the red mention of the red dirt. That's oh, all. Look out! Look out! Nothing like a, a clay fairway. <laughs> <laughs> so many thanks to our friends at the Mundaring Hotel and Market City Meets. They sponsor our racing mastermind and get out stakes competitions respectively. Stay tuned for more information on how to enter those competitions throughout the preview. My leg up uh, pre-markets preview was released at 7am this morning on bestbets.com.au. Also available on Ozrace on the Ozrace website. While Terry and Daniel Cripps have uh, teamed up for the Wild West video preview, which will be available on the Betfair Hub tomorrow morning. Is that correct, Guru? I think so, yeah. Should be. Should be. We're going to clash on one today, I think, as well, for the first time. It's been a bit, there's been a bit too much of grants. We were hoping that we uh, we had a few stouches, so I think today we might uh, have our first. The, the, the data versus the eye, The yeah? data versus the eye, exactly right. Okay. So also, finally, the 1-1 one, one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. It's important. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Okay. Let's get going. Oh, it's a pretty um low-key old start to the mm. day i don't even know if the guru did the form for this one it's race one 11 a.m free entry to belmont park maiden over the 1000 meters can we get some enthusiasm going for race one on narwini stakes day terry no negative no nah, i haven't i uh, did enough maidens during the week bj no interest uncanny timing gets a map should be going pretty close but looks like a horse that doesn't really want to win mm. troy turner's yet to win on his return so i'm uh, i'm staying out here bj Peter. I could have got on Osumi earlier. I see it open at 6.50 on Tab Touch. It's now into 3.80, so that's not any more for me. But mm -hmm. early days I could have got on. It's gone. So, so um, no, that was me gone. No interest? Not now. I've got a pretty open, but uh, I, I had a slice of value there at the 6.50, but it's gone now. So, no, I won't be playing the first. Now, there was some pretty big money-enduring moment first up, yeah, actually. Big. It's one thing I did want to mention. Yeah. They, they came from the clouds to back that from a wide gate with Jerry on. She sat deep and... Looks a pretty similar situation here with them. The map looking like she might be sitting deep again, but uh, where there's smoke, there tends to be uh, fire on occasion, BJ. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not too keen on this race either. Uncanny, uncanny timing gets the map, as Terry said, gets the run, should win, but Jesus had every conceivable first up that. at Northam and got nailed late um, by one of Simon A's. So, um, but yeah, oh, like. Is it is it a uh, bit of a money muncher? Uncanny timing. It appears so. Beaten favourites last four starts, but um, but yeah, should get should get every opportunity again. The only other horse I'd like to mention really, Pete's mentioned Osumi, which we were both keen on. First up, Terry got nailed late by Warbler. That form mm -hmm. seems to be a bit suspect. Warbler um, got the wobbles yesterday. Sure did. Got the warbles. Got the warbles and. Mm. Interesting, Nuhachi. Um, Nuhachi. Nuhachi was uh, a little bit costly for me personally. Last prep, didn't mind its trial win. Adam Durant back with a winning double at Belmont mm. yesterday. So maybe the uh, maybe sleeping think, giant. Yeah, maybe things are starting to uh, to turn from that camp. So interesting to see if Nuhachi can get back and uh, and run on. But uh, it does look the right setup for uncanny timing. But yeah, that's about it from me. All right, race two, the tab touch, West Speed, Platinum, Handicap. Now, I don't mind this as a, uh, a bit of a good race to dissect, have a chat. I reckon Peter will uh, 
Peter's going to have something really in, in depth to uh, to share with us here. But uh, from a speed map point of view, um, I think the speed looks pretty questionable. Don's legacy, mm -hmm. uh, I think, will kick up and probably try and hold the front, even though 1,200 metres is probably questionable for him. Uh, I'm Icy always likes to race prominently but doesn't step well. But I think I'm Icy will breeze. Looks like magic probably parks on him. Going really well. Looks like magic, probably going better than it's 30 or whatever price it is at the moment, price tag. But um, look, Pleto's going to be all the rage. What's What, what are your opinions on, on Pleto, lads? Are we uh, are we as confident as the market is at the mid two two bucks? Well, the market got it right last time. They absolutely wow. spanked it, didn't they, into $1.50. Did. Um, did, you be, did you want to be on on the turn? Well, probably just before the turn. Jesus Christ, wouldn't have taken 10 bucks. <laughs> it's short enough. Um, mm -hmm. I see there's money for it again. I expect that money will continue. I think it's going to start. Very firm, and it's probably one that's going to have a red dot next to it for me. That is, a, it'll be a loser on my book at, at those kind of prices. I think it's a little bit deeper than that this race. So, with the uh, punters going one out, Pledo, I'll be hoping for uh, something else to get up and roll it. No standout second pick. Not really. No, yeah. I've got the race recently open behind it. Yep, BJ. Uh, I was. Yeah, I just thought this looked perfect for Pledo again. Matt. Um, Matt, Matt was the same as you, for, but the way that she won the other where's, day. Where's Pleto though? Yeah, the way that she won the other day gives them a bit of confidence that they don't have to bustle her early if they don't don't need to. Uh, I suspect that they'll probably try to have about three or four behind them in the run. As you said, it looks like the, the Don's Legacy I'm Icy thing's pretty preset for me from a speed map point of view. So if they want to push forward, there's a, there's a chance that um, – she could get posted, I suppose, but uh, I, d I just don't think she needs to. Um, I don't think they need to be too aggressive with her early, especially considering after she was a little bit awkward away the other day, Pike was able to balance her up and she let loose with some outstanding closing speed on the day and one going away by almost almost three lengths. Uh, yeah, I marked Pleto even money. Um, my standout second pick and the only, horse, the only horse I think has got the quality to match her is Seawar. Really like Seawar. I thought, you, thought you'd like Seawar. Yeah, yeah. Sh showed plenty in Albany last prep. I uh, thought his trial win on Monday was really, really strong, come from last. Yep. The horse they put up eight and a half about one day at Albany. That's the horse. In yeah. a C1, C2. Yeah. Started about three bucks. Yeah. Sub, sub three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I, you know, I'm not huge rap on Bedouin Bell, Semigel. Thought Paris Report was a bit plain the other day, but Dan Morton, stable firing. But yeah, for me, it looks, Pleto looks just about a standout. And the only real danger is Seawar. I was, uh, as I said, even $2 Pleto and Seawar was uh, second favourite, about $6. So. What, what price are you, Pleto? Well, it pains me to say this, but I'm with Peter with Pleto. I've, I've marked Pleto. Um, I've got in front of me. It was high threes, I think. And the main reason is if we get the track that Peter has suggested, we might 365. Um, but I've also got the notation don't back uh, what I like early because I'm expecting there to be an avalanche for Plato again. Mm. If we see that track, I mean, you've got to remember Plato's last win, as good as it was, it was a track where the middle of the um, the service was the best place to be and it allowed it to work uh, work into a race down the middle. If we get a, a track where the rail's hot, it's on pace, it's not playing like it was that particular day. I don't know if it can be off the bit and under sufferance at the 600 here and just literally go around them like it did last start. And that's that's my major concern with Plato. I think Pike I think Tanoski as well. So. Yeah, Noski actually does suit this type of horse. She um she needs a really strong jockey. She falls asleep in her races, it appears. I, I just think she's way under the odds for a horse that's going to fall asleep and potentially be – I think she's a horse you want to back live in the run if you're going to probably be on because I think she'll she'll look beaten like like she has done um, at a lot of her outings. So, uh, from a speed map point of view, I think I think and I think Chris Parnham would have ridden this horse had he not already been booked 
for her. So Paris Report was booked to. Uh, it was nommed for Thursday. He was booked to ride then. Uh, it was scratched. And I think in the meantime, he's taken the ride to I dare say Chris Parnham yeah. will be riding it. So I wouldn't be seeing that as a negative that Chris Parnham's not on. Uh, willing to forgive last start. Thought found just found trouble on the back of Devoted Star. Um who was gone a long way from home and, and just just never never a happy horse after that. He sort of gave up with a couple of hundred to go. But I don't think Paris reports are a superstar, but I think she has enough talent to win a race like this. It doesn't have much depth. I've got her landing not far from the 1-1, one, one, probably the 2-1, two, two back, one out. Um, yeah, 56 and a half, 10 bucks each way. I've marked her five, which I know is short. I'm expecting her to trade closer to 10. Yeah. Um, but Paris Report each way is an easy little investment for me. Seawall Pletter, the only other two winning chances, I think. Pete? Not much to add. Grand Randall, no chance? No, none. Why the barrier or? Uh, and ability, yeah. Okay. I thought it hit the line quite nice last night when it worst, got out. That was the worst class one of all time. Okay. Yeah, in my mind. I actually backed it when it won its uh, maiden at a, at a reasonable price. Led the whole way. So maybe they're going to be more aggressive here. or But if they go back, is it is are they going to out-sprint Plateau? Oh, I can't see that. I can't see them out-sprinting Bedouin and Bell or any of the other. Tinto, even Tinto, Tinto Bell. Tinto Bell. It's really yeah. good last start. If Tinto Bell knew how to get out of a gate and could use barrier five, geez, that would have probably been the bet here. But um, Tinto Bell is probably going to be last even with the good draw. So Okay. All right. Parish report each way. All right. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen on Plato, one of my better better plays of the day. I think she's a very, very smart horse in the making. If you if you told me Plato was going to be in the one one, I would have been pretty dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it wrong though. We have to I it's genuinely one of the greatest skill sets I've ever seen. Last week, I think I stirred you up a bit. We actually mapped, we didn't get the result. Mm. We, we both sort of had draft a lot shorter, but uh, yeah, we had strike force leading, which Darren was a bit surprised about in the yeah, course. Obviously he doesn't listen to the one. No, one. he should be listening. We declared it'd be out in front. They went plus nine benchmark <laughs> to the six nearly. And uh, you had not to be missed in the one one, which was probably uh, which was probably his downfall. To his detriment. In the end, yeah, yeah 100%. I mm. think they went too quickly and he was run off his legs. Anyway, we move on. Race three. Now this is an interesting race. Happy 30th bow plate. Mm. Are we missing a name here? Happy 30th. Happy, anyway, I think Bo, there needs to be a comma after 30th. Anyway, Bo, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy 30th. Um, it's a- Might be BBEs. That's why she's not riding. Yeah. Well, I don't a, think she's riding. Yeah. Anyway. I'll be on she's course. She's not 30 though, surely. She's only like no. 20. Um, I'll probably get me in trouble. <laughs> it's for three-year-olds. It's a set weights plus penalties race, 1,400 metres, a little bit of talent going around in mm. this particular race. Um, any strong views at all, Pete? Not so much strong views. My strong views would be I'm happy to make a book with these favourites mm -hmm. in it. Um, they, they come up short enough. So if I can get both Queen Brown and Billy Ain't Silly in and around about the prices they are, I've, I've got a good start to a book there. So happy to do that. Yeah. I've actually had a little tickle on Isopoda. Um, I just like the way it got home last start. It might have been flattered. I'm not sure, but it uh, looks to have a bit of upside. Uh, Ash Maley's team starting to two, and the two year olds are going well too above yep. price. Yeah, I had something on Popcorn Tender yesterday with the the map horse. I think all, all day session, all day session. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are running better than a lot of his two year olds run better than their SP. Well, um, what about last? What about last Saturday? Um, why choose her? Why choose her? Yes, double, uh, and di double digit. Double digit. Yeah. digit. I got a I got a, a flurry of text messages after the race saying, "Geez, that was unlucky." And I said, "Che, are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't have a cent on. I was uh, I didn't have anything on Pikes in the end either, even though he said three goals plus to play." But so I uh, no, all I was doing was passionately cheering against double digit because yeah, I don't know if you heard Pete, but broke my heart. But Terry said double digit 
Finished. Day. Finished. Gone. Yeah. His campaign ago. finished at least, but yeah, <laughs> might have got that wrong. Never, might have been the same boat. I, yeah. I, I was really bullish on it a start or two before, very yeah. bullish on it, and mm-hmm. it just gave nothing. I yeah. thought, nah, it's out of form. Yeah. And then circled them over a state. I think that showed you how weak that uh, that state yeah. race was. We already knew that. Gangbuster got taken on persistence time throughout and uh, still ran third. So that was just a, a very – there were some races last week that were very bad form references, mm-hmm. I think, going forward, and that was one of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what What are you What are you thinking? Um, Don't have thoughts here, to yeah. be honest, BJ. I, I think that um, it'll be really interesting to see if they cross Billy Ain't Silly. Um, Jerry had to bustle to find the top last start from memory. Um, that form line with Empire Rain is really good, but no, I, I don't mind Pete's thinking here in regards to. I think Queen Brown was a really nice win last start, but um, was given the, the ten out of ten by by B Parnham. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't mind Pete's thinking. I like keep your feet. I can make a ca- case for War City and Isopoda. So, um, what about um, surveillance? Yeah, that's what Even I was about. Surveillance. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. Look, at, at, if you can if you can lay those at two twenty three fifty, the pair. Like I, I do think the winner probably comes from one of those two, but. What you're talking, taking out seventy percent of the book mm, on those it. two, just like that. So yeah, I I, I don't mind that, but um, I can't pinpoint the value outside of him. So I'm going to sit out the uh, now three year olds, BJ. Yeah, I I have uh, been sort of speaking a lot about Billy Ain't Silly from trials through to its first two starts. It's had a bit of a quirky kind of prep, hasn't it? Um, raced on the 27th of June, then it was un- then it didn't race until the 15th of July. And now it's 24 days between runs again. So um, yeah, it's just sort of been well spaced. I don't know whether that's by design or or what the story is there, but um, very well regarded by the camp. I imagine if he if he can begin well for Jared Noski and find the front, he's going to be pretty hard to control proceedings from there. Um, Queen Brown is the obvious danger. I reckon she's far too short for my liking. I was I was more like I was two thirty. Billy ain't silly. Four fifty. Queen Brown. But the horse that I think could be the the uh, sorry. What, the, was your, what was your market? Uh, two thirty. Billy ain't silly. Four fifty. Queen Brown. Okay. So Billy ain't silly is really a bet for you here. Yeah. Um, so I I just think he's 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 got a lot of lot of upside in that Empire Rain races. Was, smashed him. Too. Yeah. Um, surveillance was the one that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he. He was his trials were plain. He was plain first up, but the elevation second up when running into Snickerdoodle Dandy um, was really really strong. I thought there's probably going to be further improvement for him again at, up at up third up. Did run second in a Magic Moon splitting Gemma's Son and Watch Me Dance. So there's a level of class there. Uh, surveillance. So yeah, I think I think he could be the one to knock off uh, one of these two favourites. All right, mm, he's he's the danger horse for mine. And and um, yeah, and you mentioned was someone mentioned War Sidium. That was you, Terry, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, he uh, he was an eye catcher. Thomas Trialer, eye catcher first up, but um, but for me, see if, if you can if, use the gate. Yeah, if one of the two faves are going to get beat, I think it's likely to be surveillance. I was eight dollars surveillance. Okay, good race to stay out of in my mind, or a good race to be a bookmaker for. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. When they quinella and clear out by six, maybe not so much. Well, as uh, you say, I've got 70% in the market already. Throw yeah, something right. else in. I'm not standing them for a huge amount. No, exactly right. Uh, what do we got there? Oh, I've already forgotten how to pronounce this correctly, Vijay. Nawini. Nawini. The Nawini Stakes. The feature race of the day, 100,000. Question to you guys. Do you reckon that when they appointed Chloe as a party here, they mm. didn't realise that she couldn't claim. <laughs> Big chance. I, am, I have no doubt that should be M. Pateman riding the horse, but I reckon they were trying to use the keg and a half there. So, uh, And Chloe didn't tell them. <laughs> no, when I, well, I created a book for this um, Wednesday morning because I know that Brad was going to go up uh, early for the feature like he tends to, um, and I've actually marked it getting the kilo and a half because I didn't have the race book open at the time, just the field listed there, and I presume that um, – 
she'd claim. So, uh, yeah, that changed my market as well. She was a bet for me and then until I saw that it didn't get the kilo and a half and basically probably banged it out to the exact price. But, um, oh, look, for me, Massimo is just better than these. Um, Winkley should lead. Abdicator gets a nice run on, on Winkley's back on... Massimo might have to breeze, and that's a concern for me, and I'm not hopping in at even money. Horses have to pop eventually, and Massimo's mm. been up forever. But, um, yeah, look, I think I think Massimo should have them covered. But not a bet for me unless unless we see something a bit nicer. And even then, I'm, I'm not all that perturbed about jumping in at 2.30, 2.40 type thing. So big watch on, on Western Temple. Peter Fernie can get them going fresh, I'll tell you what. Mm. So if you're looking for an each-way bet, that would be me at that 12 to 1 at the moment, I think. So, But, um, no, no much interest. Peter? Uh, draft. I, I had a bit of the early money draft, eleven dollars. I see that's coming now to six fifty. So that's been smashed. Hey, six fifty. Tap touch. I thought he uh, said they weren't profiling you, Pete. Fair yeah. income, hey. Just it wasn't me. They left eleven dollars there after right back. That, that's draft. for sure. No, you'll get this longer on the people day. People just turn that turn that off, please. I think Massimo is around about the right price. I think mm -hmm. it deserves that solid yep. favoritism. Um, Jeez, big effort last start after Mister Janela came and I bought it, wasn't it? Yeah, huge. It's going going super. Um, but at that price, it, as a bookie, I've got to put it in. To, to If I don't lay it, I don't have a book. So it goes in first and then I'll be trying to lay around it as well. 100%. Do you like um, – what do you think about the uh, placement of Foxy Lad here by Louise Newman? <laughs> I'll be happy to get it in, but I think I might be struggling. <laughs> do you reckon anyone will be like Friday frenzying oh, Foxy Lad? I'd be disappointed if they are. Well, sure. At the moment, actually, just, just on that, I'm, at the moment, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all the bookies here. We have 126% market is the best. I won't mention the name of the company. Mm -hmm. That's the best I could see. So Pete will be beating 120%. 150% for sure. No worries uh, at all. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be beating under, Yeah, it'll, it'll all be Foxy Lad. But, um, yeah, we're going to get 126% beat tomorrow, which is I'm exciting. Quite, I'm quite used to dealing in those odds. I, I make books on the PGA and stuff, which I'll be doing mm -hmm. that starts tonight. So I'm laying golfers at four and five. 100 to 1 so for a oh, cup of coffee to lose 10,000 is quite normal for me so <laughs> Uh, but, but I, yeah. I don't reckon there'll be too many nervous moments in the run for, for Foxy Ladlayers either I think you'll feel pretty comfortable throughout um, I just want to talk about the conditions of this race so mm. this is a 78 plus but they're calling it a quality handicap because it's a $100,000 race so Wrinkley in the same ratings band last start Wrinkley carried 62 and a half kilos and won so and he drops half a kilo because no horse, can, no horse can get more than sixty-two kilos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a bit of bit of an anomaly for for mine. For mine, if they're going to run these hundred thousand dollar quality handicaps, so they could create an, a band between listed and seventy-eight plus, say eighty-four plus, for example. And um, I think it just just gives it that that point of difference. But I, I or think, allow apprentices to claim uh, and give it I, the correct weight. But I just can't. I. Like yeah, the, this the fact that Wrinkley's won a seventy-eight plus last start and goes down half a kilo just um, seems a bit skew if for mine. Um, but yeah, he's anyway. That's uh, my my view is that if they created a new race type, making a ratings eighty-four plus, for example, it could be that that point of difference for the hundred thousand dollar races that they that they want to run. Um, non non listed, of course. He uh, he's always. Bloody hard to beat. Wrinkley, geez, he's a hard, hard horse to get past, which uh, nice Giraffe found last start, didn't he, Pete? Um, he looked like he was, I think, what, he have eight and a half kilo pulling the weights and he still couldn't get past him. Um, geez, he was brave. But, um, but yeah, regardless, I think Massimo, he either, he either jumps really well, leads, or he gets or he lands in Wrinkley's slipstream and gets the last crack at him. So, as Pete said, he deserves to be, for mine, he deserves to be as short as he, short as he does. He's run into... So, Windstorm and Inspirational Girl have cost him 
three winning his last three so um what price windstorm and inspirational girl in in these particular races uh yeah i think this is set up sweetly for massimo as i mentioned earlier adam durant camp um found a bit of form at belmont yesterday a bit of a change of luck for that stable i think uh massimo can uh, will be will be too good but yeah he's very very short i was um what do I have? I was even money, Massimo. What did you have him to? Longer than that? Bit two? Yeah, okay. But you said you don't want to bet yeah, him. Yeah, I'm just sort of from the breeze with wrinkly rolling along. I don't know. Horses pop eventually. Yep. I, I don't see any real need to dive in at 220, 230. But um, yeah, I guess by that, th- if I'm probably saying dollar ninety, I should be. But yeah, happy to watch it go around at this stage, I think. Uh, I think BJ, but uh, should be winning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's time for our. WA Racing Mastermind Competition, Terry. Mm. Right, you got your pen and paper. Pen Always ready paper. to go. Pete's going to have a go today as well. So the WA Racing Mastermind Competition is sponsored by our friends at the Mundaring Hotel. The Mundaring has been heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in and see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day and let him know you're a one-one listener, especially on those losing ride homes from Northam. Pete, drop into the Mundaring on the way through and uh, and uh, yeah, grab a feed. Flutter, lift your spirit, frothy. Uh, say good day to Butchie; he'll take care of you for sure. Do you um, have any beers on the walk across the the um, Bibbon? Bibbon. Actually, Bibbon? I didn't. There's uh, one oh, stop on the walk thing. between Bailing Up and Collie, which is the Mumble Up Tavern, and I got there just on opening time, but I wasn't feeling like a beer. That <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> so, uh, congrats to last week's WA Racing Mastermind winner, Riley Caparraro, uh, son of Peter Caparraro, uh, uh, leading industry participant, owner, punter extraordinaire, Peter Caparraro. Congrats, Riley. $100 gift voucher for the Mundaring Hotel is on its way. So to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly. Question one, name the Peter's Investments owned horse, Jared Noski Road to Victory in the Perth Cup. Ah, easy. Question two, name the two horses that beat home Prince Turbo in last year's ATA stakes? Easy. Question three, name the two runners in race six at Belmont this Saturday who at some stage in their career competed in the WA Guineas. So see how you go there, punters. But, yeah, if you want to enter the WA Racing Mastermind competition, make sure you send through your answers via direct message to at the one one pod on Twitter. If you get all three questions correct, you'll be in the running for a one hundred thousand dollar no hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. How'd you go there, Guru? Yeah, easy. Have a quick look. See what you reckon. There you go. Three from three, I reckon. Uh, one correct. No. No, that's that's bull. Don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I know the first one's right, but no, well, no. No, that's, that's crap. All right, back to the drawing board. Yeah, I had a feeling actually I got that that one wrong there. <laughs> all right, don't listen to him. They were all right. All right, should we get on with it? Race five. Race five. The uh, Oh, this is the feature in my mind. Robin. the Robin. only race of the day that I've got a bit of enthusiasm. Happy about. birthday, Robin Handicap. A few birthdays, isn't there? Robin who? Yeah. Robin Handicap. <laughs> we need a yeah, – uh, What's going on? Yeah, there's obviously a uh, few people like Seal out there that just don't have last names, <laughs> don't they? 
Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to steal a, a line from your um, or steal your move here, BJ, and um, I'm gonna chuck something from a wide gate into the one one if that's all right. Well, just jam it in there, girl. I'm gonna jam it in there. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna see. I think this is a good a good map race. So my concern here is uh, we've got Maginica and Fura, which are obvious two speed horses. Just talking to you guys before we started, you're both under the impression that we think Fura might um, cross. Maginica, but I, I do think Maginica is a better horse when out in front rolling. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way Maginica wins this race taking a sit, but Fura, we've also found out, is a far better horse being when being allowed to go probably above benchmark and sort of break its rival's hearts. So it'll be interesting to see what those two do. I'm hoping Maginica kicks up, and that's sort of part of my my thought process here. But from the wide gate, I'm expecting um, I'm expecting with the with the blinkers going on, um, Prince Turbo won't be snagged this time around. Um, first up, second up, Chris Graham, Joey has a party, 13-10, snagged, snagged, back to last. Both really good runs uh, on paper. They don't read all that well with big margins of the defeat behind inspirational girl. Um, but they were they were really good efforts. Last night in particular, it's it's quite funny that it wasn't actually mentioned in the stewards report when he was held up for a, a good portion um, of time early in the straight. So better run than Black Shadow that day, who will map um, will on paper map slightly better with a better draw. But I think I think over the mile, Prince Turbo might have a few more guns than Black Shadow. I think Black Shadow is a winning chance here, but I think Black Shadow will be more suited getting up to that uh, that staying journey again. Look, I think Prince Turbo, when they came back last campaign, Paul Harvey went on. Yeah, uh, was off a little month and a half break. Just came back a different horse. If you, I just like to look at his career um, from there on, and from from there on, he's come back and. Uh, he's won by three first up in a class three. He's then uh, half bre- with, with Harvey on at Bunbury, um, got the job done. Third up from Barrier 16, similar setup to this in a similar race to this. He's crossed Breeze for a long way. This is from Barrier 16, so done the work to get there. Eventually got the 1-1, but that was only for a short period of time. Sustained his run from the bend, won really well. Beat Son and Bacchus, who would be, um, would be right firm in the market in a race like this. He's then come out and... Run second uh, to Taxigano by 0.1 of a length in the in the Townsend listed race. Run third to a couple of horses in the ATA. We I can't mention now. I can just say the one I've got wrong. <laughs> and run sixth in the Perth Cup. I know I, I like to differentiate staying form from mile form, so we won't look too deep into that. But it just showed that he had that class. Class, so, yeah. Um, blinkers on. I think he's the horse with the most upside in this race. Fear is going to be extremely popular. I have no doubt he can run him along. He can pinch it, especially if we've got some some bias in the track but um i'm, I'm really keen that uh that prince turbo runs a big race here and i've actually marked him favorite um for this so we're talking seven dollars 58 to one at the moment that's a um yeah that's a that's a get on that's the best of the day for me gary Guys, that's gary. a gary get on yeah gary that's a on. that's a absolutely just uh run down your local agency and uh, the thing is he probably trades about the same because he's because uh, of the draw and because the money that's likely to come for the uh for the furor so um, yeah, well, early furor was 440 bad bet into 270 out to three dollars now I so think, I think you might find that a, a certain wild west member might have uh got pretty excited about the early price for uh for furor there but um yeah look no he's obviously a hard horse to beat the one thing about furor this might seem like an odd I know Pete loves a few of my odd theories here, but Fura doesn't feel weight. So I prefer Fura in easier carrying the 60-odd kilos than in harder carrying the 58 or whatever he's got today. I, I don't think he's a horse that feels weight, if that makes any type of sense. So, um, look, he, he can definitely win, and he's obviously the main danger. Um, the only other danger is Black Shadow. But, um, yeah, I, I'm really keen here, mm. if you can't tell. Prince Turbo. All right, Pete. Um, Fura. 
I like Hira. I, th- I think he'll probably lead. Even if he doesn't, he can probably sit outside Manjanika and uh, shake the life out of this race. I was super impressed last start. I got a bit of the 440 early, so I'm on good terms with myself at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> happy to have that. Um, so he's my winner. Uh, Prince Turbo, I didn't get. Uh, blink- I see the blinkers go on. I do like the horse, mm. but I don't get it um, in this race. So happy to take Terry on there. The other one, I like. So you're talking the five-hour Friday frenzy. We might do a bit of business. Could be a bit of business done. Right, it sounds go. like yeah, I could get yarded up on a couple of scenes. Bang, bookies.com.au. <laughs> I don't mind star value either. Um, I know it's, it's only one in Kel, but it just shows to me that it's getting back to form, and its best form is pretty good. So I don't mind it either. Mm. Bernard, Prince Turbo for me. Been uh, been tracking him pretty closely all prep. Blinkers, this is my way to agree on. Blinkers go on. Um, last time Blinkers went on, he uh, saluted. So mm-hmm. he's had two starts with Blinkers on for a win and a second. Um, he won at Belmont with Blinkers on with William Pike in the saddle. Uh, I agree with Terry. I think they're going to push forward. CJP will, will look to be positive from, well. from gate 10. Uh, this this speed with Maginica and Prince and um, Führer, Early pressure, early mid pressure. Just hopefully it creates that separation for CJP to slot across. And uh, I um I'm with the guru there. And uh, yeah, just think class. He's had those two prep 1400 meter runs. I think he's gone really really well. And um and I think I think this the blinkers on intent. Uh, Jason Miller, I reckon they've uh, they've earmarked this as a winnable race for them. Have to be positive from the gate. If they're standing for too much of a head start, they'll never they'll never lag love on him obviously pete's uh pete's keen on fuhrer and uh, i can 100 percent see why he's uh, hopefully the only hopefully fuhrer and Maginica soften each other up a bit Maginica you know kicks up and, and bit, prince turbo tucks in i'm going to turn the race off and, uh, and just go update the spreadsheet if we could see a uh, if we could see a massimo mr genoa type oh. stoush out in front that would have us licking our lips i think terry uh from a prince turbo point of view but um fuhrer geez he what are you going to do Jeez, when Prince Turbo's three deep, no cover? The only thing, well, Maginica doesn't win this race unless they lead. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So they, they need to know that. They've got Matty on. They've got the claimer on. And like, if you're a posse's outside, you've got Prince Turbo three deep? Nah, because as BJ no. said, the separation thing is massive. <laughs> I reckon those two will really click it on early. Yeah. Prince uh, Turbo has the tactical speed and just tucks in. I don't think there's any other real huge amount of speed underneath them either. If no. you look at those horses, Gun and Goden, Jatumi, Black Shadow, Star Value, Astronomite, um, Diamond Tonique's one actually that will probably has the ability to mm. kick up and land on the back of the leader, but there isn't a huge amount of speed to come across and look for that spot. They're all sort of horses that'll settle if, fifth, sixth, seventh If Prince worst, Turbo's so. three wide no cover, then Fuhrer's not going fast enough. That's what I'll be yeah. saying. Um, I think he's a, he's a real, he's a... Uh, Sustained speed horse. Um, GC was devastating last start midweek, wasn't he? GC just that wasn't a bad field too, and he licked him. So a lot of horses didn't turn up from that race. Yep. So Lavina was beaten out of sight, and yep. beat the bro was ridden upside down. So I think that margin of victory might have been. Um, what's the word I'm after here, Peter? Emphasized? Uh, what's the word? Exaggerated. Yeah, yeah but the, 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 starting the, with E. So yeah, yeah, yeah the, the clock the clock backed him up, but mm. it was pretty. Pretty significant. Uh, Darren McAuliffe, impressive racing stables. They're doing bloody good things at the moment. So, mm. yeah, he's the he's obviously the horse to beat. But uh, I'm pretty keen to play with Prince Turbo as well. I think I was five fifty Prince Turbo, three twenty, three twenty. Yeah. Okay. So bit then uh, seven seven fifty eight dollars. <laughs> Pete's got him significantly longer. <laughs> he's nodding his head passionately. Frenzy. Yeah. Gonna, well, where, they will, where I, can I don't we, think. 
where can we sign up? I think you'll trade around six, seven, nine. So yep. don't get me wrong. I, I know that I've underpriced him. But last week, a, a few people had a laugh and I had Silken on to $1.95 and um, that was off the map to $1.95. Even Floyd about at four forty or something. It was 8 to 4 40 So a lot of them tend to get to the price. This is one I don't think will get to my price, um, which is a good thing. We, we want it to be backable throughout. Um, but, yeah, got him got him pretty short. Okay, looking forward to this one. Mm, me too. This is, uh, this is a good set. So, Robin, get on. Happy birthday, Robin <laughs> and Cat. There we go. We've given you a special, Rob. Yeah, good on you, Robin. Make sure you sign up too and take part in uh, the Pete McCormick Friday, uh, Friday oh, Hive Our Friends. She won't miss it. Mm. She'll be hoping I leave some of the liability for um, for Prince Turbo for her. <laughs> Race six is the Bernard Couch Memorial Handicap. Not very often you see a uh, fellow Bernard, so um, the Bernard Couch Memorial Handicap. Pretty rare these days, but... Um, Ratings 66 handicap over 1200 meters. 16 horse field, good to see a full field uh, facing the starter. I guess the major talking point is the return of the pretty gifted Theresa White filly, or man now, leading girl. She's been off the scene. She hasn't raced uh, since 1st of June 2019, 434 days between runs, obviously. Uh, sidelined through injury, trialled up at Lark Hill on the 27th of July. Jared Noski goes on to replace, say, or to deputise for a suspended William Pike. Uh, gate one, she uh, she's going to dominate the market, I would suggest, but um, I suspect that no Pike, Cerise and White, Pete McCormick, bookmaking, might be looking to take her on. I will be. Yeah. Um, not that I don't underrate the horse. It's just 14 months. It's been a long time. Just the just the one trial. Um, Coming off tendon too. I reckon it might be getting, it might be peddling at the end of twelve hundred. I don't know. Also, Barry one big field. Mm. Um, she's looking for further than twelve hundred. I'm sure. If she gets four or five back on the fence, it, uh, there could be a lot of traffic in front. And no disrespect to Jared Noski, but he's not Pike. Mm. So that gives me another incentive to take her on as well. Is the speed soft up top to Terry? Well, first of all, it's a great opportunity for um, Jared Noski getting these rides, isn't it? Well, yeah. Sure we weren't sure who was going to be sort of the, the number no, two, and he's probably got four favourites. Were you surprised that he was the – Yeah, 100% yeah. I was. Yeah, I, I, well, you look at who's been riding for, for Bob recently. Chris Parner would have been the, the obvious one. But, mm. um, no, I think I think Jared suits the style of of, of riding. He, um, Yeah, but this is – geez, I reckon I'm, I'm with Pete here. This is a good race to be a bookmaker. Mm. I think he's, I think Jared might be on a bit of a bit of a hiding to nothing here. Everyone's going to expect – that you're on this best horse probably should win the race, but a there's got to be question marks on how well you come back after four hundred odd days off, and b if you're three or four back the fence, um, that's just straight away you're going to need luck. So I reckon she'll be a good thing beaten here. That's what I think will probably be the end result. I think clearly the horse is top shelf. Yeah. The fact that they've gone yes. on with it. Yeah. The fact that it did attend and, and could have easily gone to start as Bob tends to do. As soon as something goes wrong, the, the Phillies and Mans are off to start. This one he's persevered with and brought it back. So he obviously thinks it's very, very good. And what it's shown on the track, I, I agree it is very good to yeah. run free trade the way that it did that mm-hmm. race. And then Probably better run than free trade that day. Probably it would have picked it up not much further, mm-hmm. I think. So it's it's definitely top shelf, I have no doubt. But even, even in a three-year-old Phillies campaign. She's run third in the champion yeah. champion Phillies behind Arcadia Queen and Lady Cosmology and Flirtini was two lengths behind. So like she's uh, she's got yeah she's a real quality. She type. did jump in her trial. That's one thing I will say. She actually got out pretty cleanly in her trial. Mm-hmm. So I remember I, I was under the impression first up the inspirational girl who is not a very clean jumper might get a bit too far back and she ended up in about sixth in her capacity field. So look if Jared as you said the speed's not necessarily 
chockers here. If a horse like Double Bubble crosses, finds a fence, and for me the big worry is, and this is this is a really odd thing to look at, is a horse called All Square, All Square in this yeah. race from Barrier Two. So All Square is quicker than Leading Girl early, I'd suspect. Can't All be Square is going to be. Foxy lad type odds, mm. right? If you can have something on that double and it gets up with Pete, then he definitely won't be fielding next week. Um, but All Square is going to be any type of price here, and All Square will be gone at the 600, and yep. leading girls very likely to be in the line that All Square is a part of. So don't know if that's going to be where you want to be. Noski's going to have to push out and be aggressive there, and he'll also – I mean, they'll also probably – they won't – they might not directly say this to him, but they'd, they'd want to – treat leading girl with uh, a bit of cotton wool as mm. well they, they won't want to be out there telling him to bustle his way out desperately to get the chocolates here you'd want to look after one of you when if you can yeah mm. when it when it when yeah when if you can they were yeah. exactly right so no look I, I i'm with pete she's she's the best horse in this race by, by probably five lengths i reckon but um Jay's conditions of this event, what she's coming back from. Um, yeah, she's got uh, she's got a task. So that what, what price is she at the moment, guys? Two eighty. Two eighty. Yeah, two eighty is a bit like yeah. I, I've marked. I initially marked her close to four to one. I actually wound her into just over three to one before when I finished my book last night. So three to one being four dollars. Four three bucks. <laughs> three bucks. Okay. Yeah. And then, well, three Deca, to one is four dollars. Then you're talking two. Yeah, to one. I, no. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not ninety. Um, <laughs> You're not right either. <laughs> I'm definitely not right either. No. I've never ever been able to change the way I've said that. And I don't know why. Well, if you're not 90, I'm don't talk to one. Talk in decimal odds then. Anyway, so what are we finding to beat it, guys, is the big question here. I, I'm hey, struggling. I'd like to know what, what was your leading yeah. girl price? I was 350 leading girl. I've got a well out. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. Just the ratings that I, the index cards say no, basically. Yeah, yeah. The index cards say no. <laughs> How did it take six <laughs> races for an index card comment? Index That's... cards like those magic eight balls. Index card says no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what price? Longer. Eight bucks. Oh, oh. dearie me. Here, that guy's eight dollars tomorrow. We're going to get about leading girl on this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. No, I don't, I don't mind that. I, I can 100% see why you've. Um, Got leading girl out to that far. It, it was really difficult for me to find a second leg. Narodio makes sense, but the 35 days and the fact that on occasion doesn't use a barrier concerns me. Um, there's a few here that I don't understand. Put a spell on you. Huge last start. Why 1,400 back to 12? Fred gets his wrong so often. He just puts them back in journey. He gives horses unusual campaigns when it's really not necessary. What the Half the reason, obviously – Grant and Alana Williams and, and Adam with the good horses have so much success as they have good horses, but they just stick to simple campaigns. They go 12, 14, 16. They just stick to, to simple campaigns. So seeing Bell My Pay go another one, go from 1,400 back to 1,200, that was the horse I liked initially, yeah. Bell My Pay go yeah. here on a place-heavy basis. But, um, yeah, frustrating seeing him go back to the 1,200 metres, guys. I think the, the two horses with the class to beat leading girl for mine and Nerodio and a – and Regal Council, I think. Mm. Chris Graham, we still haven't quite been able to peg him yet in his comeback from uh, suspension. He's not doing too much wrong, but he he's just not winning. He's just not winning. He's yeah. not winning. So I'm happy to to uh, oppose Regal Council first up, even though he's a pretty uh, he's a pretty good horse and does fire up first up. So for me, it just has to be Nerodio. Like mm. if I'm look, if I'm taking on leading girl, Nerodio has to be the the horse for me. Jeezy was massive in that Long Beach Indian Pacific race he's he's run second i think he was three wide no cover for a large portion of it in a high pressure race um india pacific came out and smashed the clock winning next start long beach won next start as well uh the obvious negative is the gap between runs can only just 
take him on trust and the stable on trust that he's right to go. Um, doesn't have to burn too much fuel to land in a suitable spot from gate four as well. He can see JB can still peak and flop out and still land midfield. Um, so he should have a full full tank of fuel to use his closing speed late. And for me, that's that's the way I'm going. I'm, I was, um, but I was about uh, 450 in a rodeo. Yeah, I see. Nero Dio. Nero Dio. Sorry, Nero Dio. That's the way I'm going to. Mm. Yeah, I've got it a bit at four dollars, so it's, I see it's a tick oh, over wow. that now. So okay. happy, happy to join in there. All right, Nero well, Dio. Uh, Bell, my, at the current price, is the only one above my quote is Bell My Pago. So Bell My Pago on a place heavy basis at four fifty would be me, but I'm not really. I'm with you that one as well. That's over my price as mm. well. Really like the last two runs with Vic, uh, Vic Corver on. I really sit up and take notice when a. Uh, an apprentice jockey can get a sit and sprinter to perform like she's done with Belmont Pago in its last two. Um, yeah, should improve with the senior going on. But again, the 1400 back to 1200 gets my goat a little bit. Been ridden tough too, hasn't it? But, yeah, um, but it just feels like traffic from the low draw a little bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, I was uh, like in $12 Belmont Pago. Yeah. Um, so yeah going to be an intriguing race to see how it all pans out and um yeah jared noski will uh will uh have the uh the eyes of the racing world watching him perform in the cerise and white in race six on saturday good luck to jared mm. caricata winner you know caricata winning jockey did he yeah like what, what do you ride um oh it was a pierce horse i can't remember its name uh, dig deep, dig oh. deep. Yeah, dig deep. Yeah, dig that in one. Race eight. Hang on, before we go any further, <laughs> did what did you do for to Race celebrate the, the horse's birthday? Did you did you pay dig deep and got a visit? There, yeah, got down there with a carrot and um, and uh, what else do horses eat? Sugar cubes. Sugar cubes. Hay. Hay is a treat. They get I need that more to do. I remember after a few frothies one night, we were out with Luke Fernie, and I told him that uh, I wanted to learn more about uh, how horses are trained. And I thought it might assist my punting over. The journey so i asked him if i'd come down and muck out a few boxes and the next day i think he messaged me about it said you're still keen to come down i said no mate i'm not <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about come on that was the beer talking <laughs> race seven over the thousand meters the 72 plus the sepelt wines handicap my 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 guess here is that we've got another favorite that mr mccormick will be looking to to take on yes yes at the current yes. quotes at least it's around about the price i got it for la is the 260 mark yeah money okay. matters okay. we're talking about yeah. yeah yeah money matters so obviously money matters is the upside horse in this race but i think that the query has got to be whether the thousand meters is going to be too short um and also money matters won't be leading here i think we can all pretty much agree that there's an absolute guts load of speed uh we're going to see uh we've got dreams probably hold the top tranquil sunrise or spear across they'll want to ride pearls and prawns aggressively again after that last start victory and Sterling Estates never too far away. So should be fairly willing out in top, I'd say, BJ. Agree. Not many horses faster earlier than we've got dreams. No, and it's drawn under the others as well. So it's uh yeah, it's mapped to, to rail and roll, I'd suggest. Yeah. The pressure that comes from there. So what is what is CJP if you're oh, CJP, what do you do on money matters? You just try and find a spot and get out at the right time. I don't think you overthink this. You just you just jump. If you can Jump and land on the back of we've got dreams, or jump and land on the back of pearls and prawns, and you just you just um, get him out at the right time, and he and he should be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, um, nice trial, but I'm not going to take too much from a trial where the horse closing in on you was a stayer um, and superior smile. So yeah, um, yeah, I think money matters. I've got it, money matters on top, but I, I don't. I'm not going to get involved with that price. I've, I've got him closer to four to one, just over the thousand meters fresh, but um, four dollars. Yeah, close, close to yeah, yeah. Shot, just shy <laughs> of four. Four, four to one's five dollars too. <laughs> 
I'm 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 discussing the price that we can see on the screen there. Whether my oh, I'm just going to lose this argument. So I'm just going to I'm going straight away from it. The one I want to have something very small on here, guys. I'm in the um, I'm in the vortex at the moment, um, and it's not the Cerise and White vortex at the moment. I'm on the um, the Maddie Maddie Maddie, and this probably will be the Maddie Maddie actually. It's quite fitting, isn't it? Um, You're on the Maddie wagon. I am on the Maddie wagon. This was scratched a week ago with a um, a bung leg, and we never like to see it. I think that's actually what it said in the stewards' report: bung leg. Um, so we never actually like to see a bung leg, and I never like to see a 67 Raider in a 72 plus. Um, but Maddie Derrick is um, lifting horses at the moment. Effort two back when taking on Long Beach when they went a million lengths. Plus benchmark was was stunning, BJ. Last start, went back to last, sprinted home, sort of that sort of run home with Silken Eyes, Long Beach, Danny George. Um, very good form, really liked the run. Better horse on pace traditionally. Maddie Derrick's horses are going better for Maddie than they probably are for some of the last jockeys um, that have hopped on Arafura, CJP, AK. I'm not saying she's a better jockey at this stage of her career, but horses are just a running for her at the moment. So I see it always as an upgrade with a three kilo claim on top so with 51 kilos i've got arafura grabbing the back of we've got dreams i've got we've got dreams shaking off um maybe tranquilla sunrise who finds the breeze so i think we've got dreams can give it a shake maddie just pops it out with the 51 kilos i think this horse is going well enough to cause a bit of a boil over here um current price 20 to 1. i've marked arafura I got out a few six bucks. So I don't know how I've done that. I think I've, I've no. obviously, I've obviously had enough by that stage of proceeding. Got a couple of years on the form last night actually, but I um, sounds like it. It sounds like it. I don't think many people will be following me in here, and that's that's fair enough. But I, my notation next to it is, um, have I massively underpriced? Uh, it's a map thing. Um, we'll trade comfortably ten plus, um, and that's in an eighty-eight percent market. I've marked it at six bucks too. So I've got the rest of these out the door. Um, there's just nothing in this race. There's a reason to put a knock on on every single runner, so um, that that is probably something that points most people to money matters. But look, for me, Arafira twenty dollars. That's an each way no brainer. Bung leg though. Bung leg. That's eight eight year old man. Eight, eight year old man. Oh, there's plenty wrong. There's plenty wrong with it. But at least we're getting twenty to one. Don't need to have much on. Do you going to be more than that? Arafira potentially, yeah. but fifty one. There's a big thing. There's a big thing with uh, weight. I think weight, with with yeah. weight and when like we saw that we Matt, laughed. At, we remember Matt how weight. we laughed at Sharp Bob a few weeks ago. I laughed at and Sharp. You laughed at Sharp. It was fifteen. You I, I marked it eight bucks and you laughed and it was fifteen to one at the time. And because you laughed, I actually held off having most of my bet, which saved me a couple of bucks actually because I didn't go at the eights and uh, it was fifteen to eight. So I think a lot of that was because Bo was on and um, he was carrying 51. So, um, yeah, from that point of view, if we're getting – if it's a hot rail, and I know how Pete loves a hot rail, if it's a hot rail, tell you what, we can't get enough on. <laughs> what do you reckon, Pete? You with me? No. What do you got, Arafira there? Four or five bucks? 25 to one alone. Oh, Christ. We're doing a bit of business now, aren't we? <laughs> the one I had uh, that was early overs was Rebel Yell. I didn't back it, but I mm. uh, see it's 31 into nearly half that Take now. Take $31. Yeah, Brad went up 31. Brad so. bet 31 into 12, back to 16. I've actually got it 31 as well, so fair enough. Yeah, I was 21 rebel. Yeah. Um, we've got Dreams just keeps producing the goods though, doesn't she? Pretty mm. pretty foolproof type of horse, jumps, rails, kicks, runs. Good horse. Yeah, 1,000-metre weapon. Just pressure, isn't it, here? I don't know. I think it just it's faster than him early. I'm not. I'm tipping money matters from a class point of view, but I went that way with uh, Cliffs of Comfort first up thousand last week, and he um, he just couldn't quite get the job done. Good run, but not good enough to win. Is money matters? A, is it a similar setup to Cliffs of Comfort? Not sure, but uh, I agree with Terry. We've got Dreams Rail and gives a kick. So whatever is 
is on we've got dreams is hammer whether it is money matters or whether it is arafura will get will we'll peel on straightening and end up in a prime pouncing position um but yeah i tipped money matters on top i was uh three dollars and i was four dollars we've got dreams so we've got dreams is uh is the um the overlay at the moment but yeah they're they're, they're the two for me the only other horse that i thought uh, if it um if she tapped into some of her peak form, could be a bit of undisclosed action. Um, good trial. Good trial. Went horrible. A bit of a gut buster off on a Monday backup though, isn't it? I what thought did, it, they circled the field and he gave it a little whack there. Yeah, it went horrible first up. Forgive, forget. Uh, trial behind free trade on Monday. Just, she just looked like a completely different horse. So if she um, Belmont thousand, she can she can turn up. She's uh, she's a danger. But for me, I think it's just a money matters. We've got dreams thing. So the way the race. Yeah, with all the speed in it. If undisclosed, the real undisclosed disclosed does turn out really hard to beat, mm. I'd suggest, but just having trust in that. And I thought it was a hard trial. I circled the field, had the whip out on a Monday. You're talking a five-day backup under a hard trial for a sprinter. don't know. It's got one that will be going into my exotics, though. I'll exotics. do a quadrilla. There'll yeah. be room for undisclosed. You are a bit stiff with your quadrilla last Saturday, Terry. Oh, we, we had were. a big, big divvies coming up. We and did uh, the fave just came uh, out. Yeah, needed anything but Montalina in the last. So, anyway, these things happen, BJ. Getting we live, close. We learn. We're getting, getting close. Exactly right. Yeah. Getting close to, don't know what we're getting close to. Anyway, race eight. What do we got here? Oh, where have we got? The Amelia Park handicap over the 1,400 metres. I think we're um, I think we're clashing again here, aren't we, Peter? Sounds like it. It does sound like it. What do you what are, what do you talk us through this one? What what have we got? Uh, what have we got on top here? Dark Mission has gone up six to four, which I'll explain to you, Terry. Is actually <laughs> for those that are under ninety, two dollars fifty. <laughs> so that means you get one and a half times your money back plus your stay. <laughs> um, I reckon that's why yeah, why I'll be taking on Dark Mission. So if you're into dark, in the Dark Mission corner, tune in. I'll be around the $3 mark. I expect I'll be going up it and happy to lay it. So that's my lay. What have I got on top? I've got it a very open race, so I'm quite happy mm. to take on anything short in the market. Double the pros out, um, guys. To see okay, that. didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Doesn't change things a hell of a lot. But, yeah, making a market and putting in certainly Dark Mission, uh, Devoted Star, not uh, keen to lay it. Uh, that's a, not a bad price. Uh, see, it's seven fifty and a six fifty tab touch. Second choice. Yeah, I've got it near top. Yeah, it's, Dark Mission isn't my top. I don't have Dark Mission on top at all. I mean, Noski would have got the pick off. It looks like Chris Parnham's riding number two. Does that uh, does that concern you at all? Or? Not at all. Not no. not in the least. Um, Dark Mission. I've forgiven it last run. Just forget it ever went around. It was back and yeah, it was over racing and it wasn't a happy horse. So forget it ever went around last start. So I'm not getting sucked in by that last start fifth. I just don't get it on ratings. The index cards say no again about this one. <laughs> Devoted Star was lame last start, and when I see lame in a steward report, I'm very forgiving. Some horses don't run when they're lame. So there were a few punters that were a bit lame after that run as well. What I remember about Devoted Star is the previous one at one on the radio that morning. I remember Bob was on the radio and they asked him which horse are you most excited about today, and he had like Windstorm and Showmanship and a plethora of other good horses in. He says. I'm really keen to see Devoted Star back at the races. Yeah, right. And Julie got the cash that day. So obviously Bob's got a bit of a soft spot for her. So if you put a line through his last run, uh, it's got a lot of upside here, I think. So I won't be laying that one, but uh, certainly Dark Mission I'll be taking on. 
Okay. Well, speaking of trainer interviews, you reckon that Bob has more of an idea than Martin Allen? Uh, did, you, uh, did you happen to catch his uh, his work pre-race? For those that don't tell know, the they, they tell interviewed the uh, Martin pre-race one. Martin's a cracking bloke as well. He uh, He's a very astute judge most of the time. He got uh, Peter winner a few weeks ago with Flo. You obviously would have got hard at that at the 40 to 1. I've, I've backed Flo every start since we owned it, except once when the trainer said, nah, not today, Pete. And, uh, and it won that day. Uh, the great game. But uh, Martin, yes, I was interviewed. He had two runners and he said that Great Waters will need the run and he said that he's a gunslinger. will be pretty hard to beat. Great Waters was two sixty to about a dollar ninety, and won well. And uh, he's a gunslinger. It was five bucks out of ten bucks. And, uh, first horse went, beat. And was the first horse beaten. So yeah, I found that very entertaining on the old uh, – I think as a tipster, it makes it very, very good horse training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was uh, it was good stuff, but uh, no, look for me, I'm I'm very much against Pete here. Dark Mission, with the scratching and double the pro, I've actually got Dark Mission into two dollars forty five. Um, that's about the current quote. No, one thing I wouldn't be doing is diving in at the current quote, but. Um, I'm just obviously worried about how the track will play. If, if they're making ground and it's looking friendly um, in, in the centre of the surface, uh, I'm really confident Dark Mission wins up to the 1,400. One week backups, a sign of intent from a sharp yard. They went something like eight lengths or nine lengths below benchmark in that 1,200-metre race. Pike missed it. It was an unhappy horse throughout. It was just a, a farcically Farcically run race over the twelve hundred meters. So, yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm really happy having Dart Mission on top. Tip has spoken. Looks the main danger. Who should get the more economical run from Barrier Three? But we do need to remember, as good as that form looks, beating home Levitate and just behind Captain King, that rail was worth everything that day. So um, yeah, we, we just need to, to keep in mind that uh, it was a it was a hot pad to be on, and the horse that had its back was My Hidden Journey. It was probably a better run than Tiff has spoken. There was much, much of a muchness. So, um, and my hidden journey would be probably fifty to one here. So, um, Dark Mission for me, pretty keen. Hoping, hoping we can see horses make some ground, and then I'm happy to get involved at two dollars fifty or so. Yeah, I'm with Pete. I wouldn't mind taking on Dark Mission as well. I think she's obviously, you know, if she she taps into that first up performance that format of that race has been enormous and i think as as a result of that the the ratings out of that race and the the strong form lines meant that she was just like she was truck loaded last sad day nothing went right in a very very slowly run race as uh, the fellas have spoken about already um most people will be happy to forgive her and that's fair enough but um do you think tiff has spoken just really hasn't done a lot wrong all prep uh Going to get a lovely run from the draw. He's got bright diamond form. He ran um, third in a in a race which was uh, um, which featured was won by zero demerits, but I think it was like uh, Montalina, truly great. So War, a few others all came out of that race. It was a good form race. Then ran fourth to Captain King. How did Zero Demerit, looking back at that, how did Zero Demerit? And it was Zero Demerit, so that was a cold rail, and it, uh, it settled on the rail that day as well. So yeah, some things just don't make sense, do That's they? That's right. Uh, kept good, that good late season three-year-old form as well that just seems mm. to be the gift that keeps on giving. I'd like, like to sit step. Had to bustle a bit, Alan Kennedy, to put it in the um, – Leaders back uh, last start, but if he can be, if he can jump well and be, be uh, positive early and and have that uh, field position advantage over horses like Dark Mission, playing Marika, Devoted Star, the other, the big closers in the race, and Tiff has spoken. Um, yeah, he's got some got a bit of quality about him. This this horse, he's he's um, going to get the right run. He's in form, rock hard fit. I thought that that seven 
fifty local gone. early was gone. Uh, was is gone, <laughs> yeah. but it was it was pretty pretty good price. It was I was um, five dollars uh, tiff has spoken, which is four eighty at the moment. But I think I'll there will still be a bit of that. There's a bit of five dollars available on some of the other corporates that are available at the moment. But did you yeah, have some, did you have some of the seven fifty from Brad this morning, six dollars. Oh, okay, six dollars. Yeah, did you have any of that this morning? Did you just uh, take the take the gift from Brad, or has he has he locked your account? No, I got the six dollars. <laughs> Pete probably knocked, oh, Pete, Pete probably knocked off the. No, that was me actually. <laughs> 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 I'm oh. sorry, buddy. I marked it. I marked. Uh, Terry doesn't Tiff. leave. Terry doesn't leave much for the battlers. That's five dollars sure. twenty. So I'd got devoted star out in double figures, but not as forgiving as Pete. But I can I can see why you would. Um, oh, lame. If the horse is lame, I just forgive it. You don't forgive it last night. Uh, I, I struggle to forgive, and then the fact that it was nommed and scratched a couple of times after being loaned—it's been a month between runs—but it's the right stable to forgive, isn't it? If uh, if, if if it is playing majorly on pace, and, what about and Manny card? can get, cho- oh, it's incredible, isn't it? The cue cards are up. Uh, yeah, if, the problem choice command isn't jumping. If, if choice command can ping the lids and find a spot. Um, yeah, because captivated point is absolutely flying. It's mm. absolutely low flying. It's a real shame they didn't draw a gate because I know the the yard's pretty keen as well. So, um, good luck to to everyone with with captivated point. But um, geez, it's a it's a tough ass from fifteen. Yeah, it's a tough steer for for Chloe. But yeah, the the Maddie wagon uh, choice command if it goes to the front, rolls along fifty four kgs. Mm. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I'm. Um, I'm with Tiffa Spoken and the Guru's Dark Mission. Dark Mission. Mm. If we can save Tiffa Spoken, that would be ideal. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Good stuff. Now, what time is it, guys? Uh, it's, it's it's the Get Out Stakes, BJ. That's uh, S T E A. I actually had to stop and think about that at the time. That wasn't even a joke. S T E A K S. The extremely popular Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Located at the Cannyvale Markets on Bannister Road. So Timmy Hewitt is in charge. Swing past, say good day. Timmy and his team will look after you out at Market City Meet. So just just need to remind everyone of the Sam White rule. So the Sam White rule for all of you guys out there is controversial. If to 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 decide a dead heat, if there's two winners or three winners if of the get out stakes and they can't be separated, the winner becomes the person who got their tweet in first. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Great. Mm-hmm. So they were the, they're the rules of the competition. Now, last week we had a dead heat. Mark Dicko Dixon and Ben the Guru Armstrong both had Montalina by 2.00 lengths and um, Mark Dixon got his tweet in first, denying Benny Armstrong a fifth, no, a fourth, Get out stakes victory, which would have made him uh, uh, alongside the goat Sean Nichols yeah, on the leaderboard. So, Guru is a bit stiff. Should get a couple of snaggers at least. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just a, maybe a rump or something. A bit yeah. of, a bit I, of a I think he needs less meat in his diet. He's one of four times. <laughs> so anyway, congratulations to Mark Dixon. He's got uh, a Group One gourmet beef package from Market City Meats. The Guru stiff, but just a reminder about that Sam White rule. Get your tweet in early. And um, and you'll have uh, and make sure you give us a two decimal places and maybe tweak a little bit just so you give yourself that bit of point of difference. So if it does get down to a to a, a tight finish that um, that you've got a slight point of difference with your with your winning margin there. But um, anyway, congrats, Dicko, and I hope you, hopefully you enjoy those stakes. Um, but for this week, if you want to enter the Get Out Stakes competition, hit us up at the One One Pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win. 
race nine at Belmont on Saturday and a decimal winning margin. Okay, so get those in and uh, and you'll be in the running to win um, those stakes from Market City Meets, Terry. Yeah, it looks uh, an interesting little uh, – it's the staying races are always an interesting finish to the day. He and, loves them, um, doesn't he? Absolutely loves us. I'm lost race. in this one. There's no Warwick horse and there's no Durantor. So oh yeah, no the theory. <laughs> it's um, it's to me, it's a it's a four horse race, and they're the four horses I think are heading the market. I'm looking at some of the markets are a little bit different. One of them's creeping out to just on the outskirts of the market. But um, what have you? What have we got on top here, lads? Are, are they the four horses who all raced against each other last they start? Are the Terry? four horses that all raced against each other last start. And one of them has a um, uh, boy, you probably don't have to be cryptic here, can we? can just talk, talk about it by name. Bonneville Black has a, uh, a big weight swing. What is it, six kilos? On Queen Takes King. What about the gear change? Well, that's the the thing. At the there is a lot of horses I'm really enjoying. <laughs> have I mentioned this yet? Um, Jade McNaught to Maddie Derrick. I don't think the way Maddie's riding at the moment, the Bonneville Black loses anything. But apart from three kilos, plus dropped half a ratings point despite finishing fifth. Yeah, good run last start. So um, probably wasn't a run that deserved to lose a ratings point. I didn't think. Uh, Matt might be a little bit sticky for Bonneville Black, but if you go back to um, if you go back to Bonneville Black's runs last campaign with Peter Hall on board, he made some of the big sustained moves. And mm. if Matty Derrick ha happens to get going at the thousand or wants to make a sustained move into it, that might actually suit this bloke, especially with the fifty-two and a half. That's it on his back. Quite incredible. 52 and a half. On his back, uh, I think he can, um, yeah, run a definite race. I've got Bonneville Black at, at uh, 660, so there's 11 660? Yeah, 660, but I, I really – I had So War on top, but I've got So War at 450, so mm. I've got him very tightly bunched, mm. BJ. Um, just want to make mention of the Accelerate move last start. First up for – what was it first up for, Pete? About 15 months. Um, first up over 2,100 metres, 15 months, backed into favouritism. I loved it. That's that's tremendous. I think stuff. it was an official official seven to four dollars on the day, but I think it opened oh, up much way more than that. Yeah. Double figures, I think. So. Yeah, uh, huge move, great run. Uh, looks to have the map to itself on top here. Yep. Always wary when you've got a couple of these pretty ordinary conveyances down the bottom here that we might see a mid race move, and you cop that pressure you're not expecting in these staying races. But um, no, it looks to have a nice map. And um, and it's hard to knock. Uh, it's hard to knock. So well, who was probably a good thing beaten in that race, and Queen takes King, who's got the map. One of those four should win it at the moment. Bonneville's the the value in my market. Pete, uh, no argument. I've got most of the uh, horses at the top of the market at the top of my market, but I can actually lay most of them. I'm probably be keeping Bonneville Black. So I, keep, I agree with you there, Terry. Oh, finally, it only <laughs> took us nine to come together. But I'm pretty I'm happy to make a book with all the rest. So, and there's a few I think outliers that, that could pop up here as well. So, um, if I'm going to lose on a staying race, which I do. As a matter of habit, um, <laughs> I want to lose on something that's favourite or near favourite. What does my head in is these 33s into 10s. Fancy box no type form setup. <laughs> that you never ever see them again. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've clearly been milkshake, to be honest. And uh, <laughs> it's just the one off, and I hate losing on those. So I'll, I'll put in all the favourites, make a book around those, and have a few, few running for me. All right. Bonneville Black's our result, hey? That'll be a result. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm so well. Mm, on top. Today. Uh, have to stick again, sure, again, again, nice base. again, again, again. I just thought that um, Brody Kirby is a pretty patient jockey at the best of times. Loves a cutaway. Um, loves a cutaway, cutaway Kirby. But um, he just, yeah, he just, 
Ended up in a really awkward position from uh, from Barry Eight last start. Probably got a pair two further back than he really needed to. And from there, he was sort of jostling with William Pike, who was riding Delta Bell from memory. And they were sort of, they were both sort of last and second last. They were both jostling for a similar position to cut their way through the field. And what happens nine out of ten times when you're jostling with the wizard, you... Come off second best. You come off second best, and that's exactly what happened. Delta Bell took his run, sort of impeded his momentum, and um, between about the six and sort of the three fifty meter mark. Um, but once he got out, I just I really liked the way that he he found underneath fifty nine and a half at his first crack at twenty one hundred meters. I thought that was a pretty brave effort over the last last part of the race, sort of coming through between horses, getting just shy of a length behind Queen Takes King. Stable jock, short Steve Wolf, stable jockey, Sean McGrady goes back on board. I think so war. I think this is this has got to be his race for me. Been with him all prep, but this this he's got that 2100 meter grounding run under him now. Admittedly, accelerate, probably comes forward again off his really good first well, notionally comes forward again off his first up run. If he gets things suitable out in front, he's probably gonna be pretty hard to get past, isn't he? And um Queens takes King, racing well, stays well, good stable, good jockey. Good map and Bonneville Black, they're the four again, but shuffling the decks, I'm, I'm going to stick fat with So War on top. Um, I was about 4.50 So War. What's the current price? How are you, how's that all looking? It's $5, open 6.50, Brad Bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, across the, the board on the other corporates, what are we looking at here, Pete? We've yeah, got some. Um, Accelerate and Queen Takes King are the two that are prominent in the market. Yeah, double your money. Oh, sorry, double figures. Bonneville Black, so. Do you, yeah, do you so are th- Bonneville Black, the two that open yeah. my foot currently. Do you think we'll, so yeah, so well for me, but do you think we'll see a uh, Patrick Carberry, a la <laughs> Mitchell Pateman no. mid-race move on completed? I don't think we will, to be honest with you. So um, I'm a bit surprised there was a nice class one for completed midweek. Mm. I'm a bit surprised they hadn't gone to that. But um, what would I know with horse placement? When Foxy Lad wins by three, I'm going to I'm gonna look a bit silly, aren't I? <laughs> The only other horse I'd like to mention mm. is Throwdown. I thought his run was good the other day. Mm. He's competed well in better races than this in the past. But, yeah, as we, we spoke about the Chris Graham thing uh, recently, but he might be a horse to watch second up with an eye on a third up tilt. But, yeah, that's about it for me for the Get Out Stakes. Very good. I like it. All right, time for the best betting propositions of the card. Peter, why don't you, uh, why don't you lead us off? Well, I'm going head-to-head with you, Terry. Uh, my mm. best bet is Fuhrer in race five. Okay, race five, Fuhrer. Be a popular selection, I think. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully breezing. BJ? Well, since we've been recording, some of the other corporates have put their odds up, mm. which has um, impacted the market for race three on the card. And Billy Ain't Silly comes up as a really strong betting proposition for me. 330, uh, best available at the moment. I marked him a clear favourite. Queen Brown, very short, 210. So my best betting proposition of the day, the Colin Webster trained Billy Ain't Silly in race three. All right. Well, as Pete said, we'll go head to head. Um, and at the, at the price, 750 at the moment. That was a bit more around earlier, but around the 750. Prince Turbo in race number five. I'm going to make a bit of value for the best of the day today. So $7.50. Prince Turbo, giddy up. All right. M- madness. Madness. Maddie Madness. I've already given mine away with Arafura. So Arafura for me, 20 to 1. Back of We've Got Dreams, Shakes Off Tranquil as Sunrise, 51 kilos. See you later. Uh, with my Maddie, I'll take on you, BJ. Um, Isopoda in race three, I think, is a good each way chance. Yeah, currently 
squeezed out to about $23 in some of the corporates too. So definite madness territory. Uh, For me, I I mentioned him in my rundown of the Get Out Stakes, race nine on the card. Throwdown has, um, I just think that $27 available at the moment is big considering he's raced really well in better races than what he's competed in on on Saturday. And he, I like the way that he hit the line first up, last start. So Throwdown about $27 seems mad to me. Very good point of difference runner, isn't it? Especially when you're talking about four, the four favourites all coming from the same form reference. It's occasionally worthwhile um, chasing a horse with a different line. And uh, Chrissy Graham's got to win one soon. He sure. does. He I'm going to wait until he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I give a couple of lays? I'll give you my yeah. two best lays yeah. today, seeing as I'm back on that yeah, side of the fence. 100%. Um, Absolutely. Both yeah. this is recent White. Uh, Pike's over in Melbourne, or he will be soon. So... I think I might enjoy the next couple of months with no pike. I might be able to get a few of these beats. So no pikey, no likey. Um, <laughs> my main lay of the day is Dark Mission, and then the second one will be Leading Girl, both in the Ceresa White. So we'll take those two on. So, yeah, if you want the, the – um, the, I guess the best service available on uh, tomorrow anyway, the five-hour Friday frenzy, 9 a.m., 2 p.m. Um, bet with Pete McCormick head-to-head. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. Brings the preview to an end. Thanks for joining us, Pete. Terry, no thanks for having me.